1: 206. That's a two. Followed by zero of PHP Ugly. Your absolute best location for all the wonderful stuff all about PHP. And I just heard myself in my earphone and it really threw me off. I'm your host, Aaron Van Johnson. And <laughs> I with me, this I can't find it.
2: I still hear it in my
3: ears.
1: <laughs> it's John Condon. Where's it at? Okay. And my other professional with me, Thomas Rideout.
3: That's right, professional vacationer.
1: Professional vacationer. Have you even touched a line of code since uh, we last spoke?
3: Uh, not till you messaged me earlier today.
1: <laughs> trying to trying to help me set things up. I, I, I did appreciate your 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 kind of lax laxadazyal effort, but an effort nonetheless.
3: <laughs> it wasn't laxadaisical. It was just not focused.
1: Was like, yeah, man.
3: Uh, I don't know. Rebuild your system. <laughs> Well, no. I was saying so, rebuild the vagrant box.
1: Oh, is that what you were saying? Yeah, I, I misunderstood what you were saying.
3: The vagrant box. When you do he, the, he missed
2: vagrant. You know. He just said rebuild the box, and you thought the whole system.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, what, what did so, I miss? What did you need help with? Oh, working
1: on a client project. Uh, they use vagrant. I know. New Thomas had a lot of uh, experience with, with vagrant, so uh, I reached out to him and said, "Hey, I'm having this issue with vagrant." do you know anything about it and he was, was he was clearly not interested what, yeah a couple was, hours was later this, I
2: responded was this on an existing system or something new that you're trying to get it working on
1: it just happens to be a new system john I have i am i am speaking to you live from my system 76 thelio system and uh i'm I'm warming up to it i it was a it was a little bit of a rough start I'll, I'll have to be completely honest with you really um I I I had really set my expectations way too high. I had heard so <laughs> many good things about about Pop OS and about the fact that you know System seventy six builds their systems with for for the OS that that is running on. So I had very high expectations of slapping down, putting it in, running, and off to the races. I would go, and that just was not the case. It was nothing nothing an experienced Linux user couldn't overcome um but it was jarring to me a couple of issues that i was having that there was one issue that i even reached out to system 76 support and to their credit within 12 hours i had i had gotten a response we'd gone back and forth a couple times and um have resolved it but it, it is not like i couldn't have bought this for for my mother and trusted that she could have plugged it in and just been off and running. She might have. I mean, I am dealing with a lot of a lot of things here. I've got multiple monitors. I have you know a very advanced setup, so I I am used to some challenges. It's just yeah, I, I might have set my expectations a little too high. And even still, like now, it feels really good to be back on a Linux desktop. I, I
3: gotta gotta be honest.
1: Now that now I am getting back into my groove and I am getting my tool chain. Reestablished.
3: it's really feeling
1: good yeah but
3: i i know that feeling it is uh it is nice
2: yeah i i i think i had the same expectation because i was looking to i was thinking about upgrading or changing systems just like you did again based on having those expectations so i'm glad you, you're saying that bringing my expectations down so if i ever do make that switch i'm not as jarred by it
1: bring them way down we, what, so, yeah. I mean, so what did you, you reach out to System had,
2: 76 for?
1: Well, and you have experience with the Linux desktop as well, right? You, you yeah. were. I mean. So it's funny how much hadn't changed. Um, there are still applications that are janky. Uh, to, the the feel of it is janky, um, but they you know they they work kind of. But like Skype, for example, I'm not using the Skype flat pack or the Skype application. I'm using Skype through the web web interface because the application doesn't support audio and video for some reason. Couldn't tell you why, but the uh, web does. The biggest issues, so I can tell you the big issue that almost had me send this back was, and I kept the box. I mean, I was ready to put this thing back in the box and say, okay, this is not, this is not working. So initially I, I have a three monitor set up and I'm, I bought my Thelio with a uh, GPU in it, so I get it in. Pop, pop, pop. I pop in my three uh, uh, displays. It, it uses the same, um, it uses the same connections that we were using with the other GPU, so no problems there. And everything about the displays were wrong. I mean, it couldn't keep an orient. Uh, I have one of my um, monitors. Uh, what is this? Uh, up and down, not not Vert- landscape, uh, but horizontal. Portrait vertical yeah yeah portrait so i have one uh, portrait that it just couldn't it couldn't keep that straight it kept flipping it and flipping it and, and the monitor situation was getting out of hand it's so bad that i actually disconnected one monitor and hooked it up to my mac which is it's actually still so this monitor to my left is still connected to my mac um so even with the two monitors and one of the monitors is still in portrait that's connected to the system 76 machine machine uh it, every time i did a reboot it would lose the uh resolution it would lose the orientation and i'm like i can't i can't work like this i can't every time i reboot my machine or even if it even if i woke it up out of sleep i would have this problem and i was just like i can't do this i can't work like this and so i reached out to them and it, it was the simplest there was a um There was a checkbox that looks like it should be checked. It's called uh, Enable uh, HDMI something, Advanced something. I I forget what it it was exactly. And the guy's just like, hey, uh, yeah, uncheck that and see what happens. (laughs) So I unchecked that. And that that fixed the uh, display issue. That was a big thing. Um, The other big thing that I was having was, uh, well, the sound card in the machine wasn't working. Flat out, just didn't work. I, the, Our monitors, the monitors John and I have, have sound cards in them. So I was actually using that. That wasn't going to be a make or break thing. But as much as I had paid for the system and the fact that I was already opening a support ticket, I thought I, w- I would mention it. That required a little work. And that would have been like one of those things like my mom wouldn't have been able to do. I had to reinstall the whole audio stack that was, you know, I mean, it's just a big app git. Uh, command but you have to understand what you're doing to do that I did that and uh, that was that got resolved um, there was th- there were actually three issues I took up with them and the third one was obviously small enough that I, I can't even think about what it what, what, what it was right now so but you know I'm warming back up to it um, it's so it has really high resolution. And at that really high resolution, the, the fonts and everything about it are so crisp. I I would say that a side by side comparison, and I have that, the System 76 looks so much nicer than the Mac. However, the Mac, uh, so so though that resolution is too small for my age and eyes. I I can't I can't handle that. So I just kicked it up to the next resolution you know, make everything a little bigger. And there's like, what I have on my Mac is a little smaller and a little tighter than what I have on my system 76 machine And the Mac at that resolution looks so much better. Like Mm -hmm. I, I lost so much clarity with just that one little, you know, bump, I guess, bump down in resolution and things just don't look as crisp as they do on the Mac. And that's just the reality of it. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I've been reinstalling my toolchains, um finding apps. There, there's there's so many new things things on the Linux desktop now with uh you're probably familiar like I am John of doing, you know, pa- doing package install if you if you were you were, I think you're a Red Hat guy, right? I
2: was Red Hat from '94 to about 2004, before I switched to uh, Mac.
1: So you—that you, was you used RPM install or something, yep. right? That was like the package manager. Yeah. In in Ubuntu world, you used the App get which is like the Debian
3: package manager. Mm-hmm. But now
1: they have yeah. things like flat packs. They have snaps. Yeah.
3: I hate the flat these, pack stuff. Why do you hate them? I I have not gotten it to work well for me. It doesn't install into like what I would consider a normal directory structure for Linux. Mm -hmm. Um, That's true. Yeah. And it it executes as like a package. So you, every time you execute Mm -hmm. it, you have to say flat pack and then the application. Ah, that's annoying. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I
1: don't, I don't have that experience on this machine. It, it, it adds itself like a regular app. Well, Maybe if you're launching it from the command line, I would. That's but that's where everyth- I yeah the command line yeah, is where it, I do For me, with it's it's just you know it pops up like a regular application. I have I have uh, an app like Spotlight on here that I, I have a key combination. I type in what I'm looking for, and it just it just goes. So um, so I haven't had that, and it's interesting. But to what you were saying, Thomas, I, I flat packs have been like a real hit and miss for me. Uh, it seems like they're pushing towards flat packs. Uh, like I, I use. All uh, with a lot of my two factors. Mm-hmm. And the one that you install through AppKit even pops up says, hey, we're not supporting this anymore. Go install the Flatpak. And everybody's kind of moving to Flatpak. And I, I haven't done a lot of research on it, but I think Snaps and Flatpaks are very similar in structure. Uh, they're both kind of like all-inclusive, including all the dependencies in the right. package. So it's like a true app.
3: They're kind it's of like not
1: Java, right? It's not you're not dependent on having other packages installed in your system for it to work. And so, you can
3: have conflicting packages running as well,
1: right? Right. So it's only been like a day and a half. I've been on my machine, but I am already podcasting with it. I mean, but I say that, and like I said, my my Skype through the browser keeps freezing the video. So I don't know how good that is. Well.
3: We'll get on that uh, another day because I have fixes for all that stuff too, since I've been using <laughs> Ubuntu for four years now as my primary workstation. Are you, are you using
2: Synergy currently? To, are you using the same keyboard and mouse between your uh, Linux machine? And it's your, a
3: fork of Synergy called Barrier.
2: I'm asking Eric if he's using it.
3: Oh, Eric. I, I, I was I'm using Synergy. About him.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm using Synergy, John. Yeah, here you go. And, and, and Thomas, you touched on something that I've, I missed so much. It's a weird thing, I guess, to miss really is there's so many ways to fix a problem on a Linux machine. It's yes. just crazy. Yes. It's like, I, 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 on a Mac, it either works or doesn't work. If it doesn't work, like I remember I had, a, well, I mean, even as recently, I had a bear of time getting Python three working correctly on my Mac. Um, But with, uh, with, with, linux it just seems like there's all right well let's try this let's tweak this let's do this which is a weird thing to like enjoy about your system but it's it's kind of fun i like it
3: now uh, i'm going to tell you what the future of these kinds of systems is though it's all docker
1: oh for sure so that's one of the things i i that's one of my initiatives with this i so i do have the php command line installed um because that that I, I need to do i, I want to be able to do like composer and stuff but i don't have my SQL, i don't have i don't have any of my uh web toolkit on the host system i Why install do you do devil composer locally uh well when i do things like when i new up a uh, laravel application it runs composer but automatically so,
2: oh yeah, I guess I don't. I've never installed Laravel that way.
3: There are a couple far yeah. files that I run native to my machine, like Composer or PHPMD or, PHP or um, even PHP Unit. I'll run locally. Yeah. See, I I
2: don't only because each application theoretically could have different requirements, different extensions installed, different versions. So I would do all of those things via the Docker container it's running in, but. Having a FAR file like the Laravel installer is completely different, so that makes mm. sense.
3: Well, my, my Pi system that I use for all of my media management and perfectly legal TV and movie <laughs> downloads, it's it's just the Linux kernel running Kodi, and Kodi is a, a media setter thing for your TV, so it knows how to write to the video card, and it's in this mode. It's really nice and fast, but you can't install any other third-party applications, uh, since Linux is barely, barely there. But you can install Docker containers. So I have Cody running as the host system, and then I have Docker containers for all of my third-party apps that manage all my media. And hmm. it, it works flawlessly. It's, it's a very nice setup.
2: It, it's fascinating that if it's that that minimal of an install that they even have the Docker tools available.
3: I, you know, I'm not sure what's required for Docker to really work outside of just the kernel. Hmm. So I know
2: on, on Mac, you need to have a a whole system. You need to download an application to to run. Uh, I don't know what, what happens on Linux.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You need to have a Docker service running. Um, So yeah, that that is, that is there, but yeah, going. I'm liking it. I mean it's still pretty early in my in my uh, use of it, but it's it's there and uh, oh that was the other thing. I just remembered what the third thing was again, not a huge issue um, but it's something that like a li- li- somebody being introduced to Linux wouldn't know is I got um, an additional uh, drive to to store things on so my operating system drive is a terabyte. And it's like the high end, high performance drive. Then I got a second drive, which was, you know, two terabytes, but it was the lower end SSD. And uh, it's it's there. Anyways, the, uh, again, when I rebooted the machine or rebooted the machine, it wasn't mounting that drive um, on reboot, even though the graphic user interface told you it was uh and uh, you know that 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 again was a pretty simple fix um once i realized you know what i needed to do to fix it but but i will say so i did i ran into another problem today oh i ran into a problem with php storm today so this is a weird thing um so like i said these are two physical drives and and this is something john um i would advise you against not doing uh, when, if you were to order a system, it's don't, don't go with the two drive system because it hasn't helped me yet pay a little extra and just get the bigger drive for your OS drive. Not that a terabyte isn't a big drive anyways hmm. Um, but I was putting my repos on the second drive. Now, by this time I have that drive mounting during boot. It, it mounts automatically now. No problem. I'm like, great. So I have all my repos there. I pull them all down. I, I mentioned devil devil box is what I'm using for Docker. I put all my Docker stuff on the second drive. I configure devil box where my repo directory is. So it can, it'll automatically add all my sites and blah, blah, blah. All that's working great. I'm like, Hey, this is fantastic. I fire up PHP storm um, for the first time. And that alone was a little jarring because I have a plugin for PHP Storm that does a sync with my JetBrains account, and I couldn't figure out how to sync my stuff back down into my Linux machine. But once I got that configured, and once I got that set up, it was working without an issue. You know, the, the PHP Storm pulled in all my configurations, all my Vim stuff, all my, all my, um, it didn't pull in my, my remaps of keys. That's the one thing it didn't do. What's i'll get to it here in a second because that's going to make sense but for whatever reason and this isn't a system 76 issue this is not a, a linux issue per se but for whatever reason php storm couldn't find that other mount point so all my repos are on my second drive uh On a, you know, on a mount point, which is just another disk drive. I mean, it looks no different to your system. It's just like putting a a D drive into your Windows machine. But for whatever reason, uh, PHP Storm would not look there. I could not get it to, even if I manually put the path in, it would not accept that path as location of the project I wanted to work on. Hmm. So then I had to move everything. Again, there's probably a fix for this. Uh, This happened Today when i'm trying to get client work done i'm like i don't have time to fuck with this and i just moved it you know into my home directory but it was just the weirdest thing and i and i know i mean all those all those uh jet brain are all java based and for right. the record vim had no issue at all vim saw it i could have just <laughs> i could have stayed in vim and didn't work without a just, problem
3: you could just say that <laughs>
1: Well, the funny thing is, the reason I didn't do that is Vim is still one of the things I'm getting dialed in. So I had moved to NeoVim, and I have some specialized plugins. One's called Command and Conquer, which is the new the new grooviness as far as all, you know, completing code and and you know all that. IDE-ish sort of behavior where it jumps to definitions and things like that. And I don't have that configured correctly at all. Like I have to go through my VIM configuration probably start from scratch with that one plugin because it's just chirping at me on all different levels of how unhappy it is with that plugin right now. So I really need, I was actually having a problem with that on my Mac. I I reached out to a friend of mine because i tell you what, that Command & Conquer, everything I'm seeing, man, it's like, Oh, my God. When I start coding in Vim again, and I don't use it all the time with PHP. Like, if I'm working on a project for a client, I, I'll usually set up the IDE. I'll take the time, set up the IDE and all that. Yeah. But when I'm doing quick things and I pull it up in Vim, oh, so nice. So nice. Um, I'm really trying to trying to buy time here until – there he is. Dan <laughs>
3: gets back. You don't have to buy time. I have my own opinions on things. Well, let's, sorry, about, let's sorry about that.
1: Because – There's a couple of things I I, I do. Well, there's one thing I don't think because the thing I want to talk about, I don't think you're going to appreciate, Tom.
3: That's usually the case, yes.
1: I'm loving the Vim, right? Doing the Vim. Loving the System 76 desktop because just about everything has a key binding, which is fucking with me a little bit because, like, certain things that certain key bindings that I'm used to and in, in my Mac or in you know in my Vim, actually have a key binding on the system now. So I'm I'm working through those a little bit. But the one thing that is really messing with me, and John, this is a tough one, uh, and Thomas, I don't know how to explain it to you. But the the simple mapping of copy, control, paste, and undo on a Mac is the Mac key and the ZXCV. <laughs> which when I moved to Mac felt really weird now it's it's i'm on the kinesis uh keyboard now so this is a bad example
3: right because the mac key the moral- is in the middle between control and alt right it's the it, windows no, it's, key it's, on a windows machine
1: yeah it, it's right next to the space bar though isn't isn't right. that where it is on the, on the where's the windows key is it it's next between to space control bar? and alt okay well the mac keys by the space bar and if you look at it, that is incorrect. No, I mean, it's not. No, I mean that's, tec- that's technically what I
3: That is true. That's, but that's not the way you that's should what, do it.
1: No, I disagree because that's what I thought. When I moved from Linux to Mac, I'm like, this is completely wrong. But if you if you do it, you put your thumb on it and you see how easy it is compared to Control, which you ha- then ha- you have to actually fold under your hand to get to to to, to do. No, I just use uh, my pinky. Copy
3: I just move but, my I move my my hand one row down and pinky. Oh, uh, anyways, that's getting hard. To get. What if you, it's, what if you have very to do Apple V, then you're like, apple you're, V's you're, right there. Then you're twisting your, your hand into a, you're not it's ra- shape it's literally
1: and, right there. You're just tapping
3: it. So that's becoming,
1: a, that's becoming a challenge.
2: Yeah. The, the command, the command or Apple key next to the space bar for that whole bottom row is super easy.
3: By the way, if you ever want to mystify, if you ever want to mystify your parents, when you're working on a computer, just use copy and paste no matter how educated they are on computers my wife
2: does it my wife drives me crazy when i watch her on her, on a computer she still goes up she highlights goes up to edit down to copy goes to where she wants <laughs> back up to edit down to paste i'm like yeah she knows i mean i i talked to her for years about this so it
3: seems like it should be a pretty layman level <laughs> you know user function, but for some reason if I if I copy something off of a web page and then hit control L to go to the to the uh, location bar on the browser and then paste and then hit enter and a different web page shows up, my parents' minds are blown. <laughs> they look they you didn't even touch the mouse once. It's like, yeah, because I only did one thing. Think how proud they would be of you if you learned Vim. They think, would think just I was a wizard. Do it exactly you would be a
1: god to them
3: although i mean to be fair i've left i've left my ide open for when i have i know i'm gonna have visitors at the house and go oh yeah that's my workstation i'm a programmer <laughs> just having all the colors on there they just go wow i can't read any of that like that's
1: yeah, oh it, it it's was funny when john and i used to used to work remote and we'd go to coffee shops and stuff you you, you would catch people like looking over our shoulder this was what both John and I were were heavy into. Them. I I don't even think Storm was on our radar yet, and we'd just be pop 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 pop, pop and them, and you'd catch people looking at his shoulder. Oh, they're hack-, they're hack! They're hacking the Wi-Fi. Get off the Wi-Fi. Turn off your phone. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that control copy that that control key is just messing with me. Alright,
2: you've convinced me
3: not to change. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't. I don't like I said. Give it some time.
3: I don't know. So I, back soon. I know you guys don't. You don't like to do news on this podcast because we're not a news podcast. But I have to throw a news article out there that I read that might be important to you if you didn't catch it because I only cat I only caught this from Hack a Day. I did not see this anywhere else. Uh, GitHub is going to stop allowing passwords. You're okay. The uh, the GitHub API and CLI stuff would be a first. Well, the GitHub API and CLI are going to start doing these sort of brownout things where they say, "Hey, you're using a password and you can't do that anymore." So now is the time to get your SSH keys and everything into there because that's all it's going to be. I think close to the end of this month.
2: Okay, so I'm not affected. Good. Good to know. (sighs) Yeah.
3: I wasn't worried about that. Well, at all. if if some people might be caught off guard by that, it is interesting
1: that that they haven't given it more more of a runway for people to know about
3: it. But but it's so easy are to you, add your SSH key. And you, I love if you are accustomed yeah. to SSH, but I can tell you, there is a lot of Windows users out there that are not.
2: Yeah. Well, even when I was a Windows user, I, I I was still using Putty SSH a ton and had keys. I I love the fact that I can go to somebody's GitHub account and get their public SSH key.
1: Right. That, that that needs to be factored into uh, a GPG. We need to we need to get emails going again, and let that be how people get public keys for people that we
3: want to email stuff to. I Speaking have of which are you guys still using Hay? No, I saw. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw uh, no. Matthias Matthias Grenier, who runs the Cron uh, Weekly newsletter, mm-hmm. was sponsored by Hay this week, and I thought to myself, I haven't heard that in a. <laughs> In a month? I wonder if it still I, exists. You want
1: to hear something funny? I tried logging into it, and it won't let me log in anymore. It says, hey, you can't log in until you validate your backup email, which is my DAO dev email. I'm like, okay, you send me a validation. Well, we can't send you a validation until you log in. <laughs> uh, what? I can't log in until I'm validated, but I can't validate until I log in? And I And I, I immediately just shut it off. <laughs> I just didn't care. But yeah, no, I'm not using, hey, hey was a quick, nay, nay, (laughs) didn't, didn't do it for me, man. It just
3: didn't do it for me. Works, works about as well as backpack always did. I I
1: don't understand. Yeah. And it's really much that mentality of, of, you know, we have a certain way of doing things and this is how we're doing it. And if you want to be a part of it, here's the product you can pay for to use it. But, you know, we don't care what you think about it, you know? (laughs) That's that's that might be a little, little, rougher than it needs to be. I don't know. I think that's
3: pretty accurate. It's uh...
1: I told you I told you the story of Basecamp when we were starting Diego Dev and we looked at using Basecamp and there was all this talk about Basecamp three coming out and I said if we went to Basecamp two and then in three months you come out with Basecamp three what's that migration look like? They're like, oh yeah, no, there's not going to be a migration. You just keep using Basecamp two. I'm like, all right. Well, what if I want to move to my, you know, Basecamp three? Why, why well, would you, you, you just want to have that? to redo? It. It, was, it was very much a well. Then you just have to redo everything in Basecamp three. I'm like, yeah, that's all right. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I don't have, a, I can't even worry about that right now. So yeah, that was that. And all they're probably. I guess you can't fault them for it. I, I know they they do well. I mean, they're they're doing better than we are. So I guess I can't complain. I shouldn't complain about it, but. It's not my cup of tea. Not a fan. Well,
3: so I want to Great. go back. I want to go back I, to. I got
1: something exciting to show you, though. Check it uh, out. Look, you see that? Wonk 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 wonk. That would be a time to s- cut to the thank thank our patreons. I saw that come
2: through. I saw that come, uh, come through on our accounting system.
1: So for I people listening to much. the audio podcast, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Were you surprised with how much it cost? Uh, I I was actually surprised with
2: how little it was. Comp- considering what you were preparing me for.
1: I'm showing I'm showing a receipt, a top of receipt from the post office. Uh, all of our Patreons who were in a rewards tier uh, should be getting their packages mailed to them, including the OG Patreon. Patreon. OG Patreon. Patron. Buttery Crumpix. Buttery. Buttery. I don't know if it's going to get to you, man. It's a very far distance, but... It's in route. It is. It is first class U.S. Postal Service. So outside you, of the U.S.,
2: it, there's no such thing as first class. It's like whatever.
3: Mm. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not sure. You guys hear the news that all uh, voting-related mail is now first class by default? No, I didn't hear that. Big uh, court ruling today. Well,
2: make sure you vote twice, though. <laughs> vote. Vote once by mail, no. once in person. No, it's and, illegal and then, when you say it. <laughs> uh, let's not go down that road don't vote twice we can't vote it's, once. it's
3: so hard to avoid however speaking of
1: so i got a question not necessarily you politics
2: then we're gonna stay on that this yeah
1: is, this is kind of politics this is, this is kind of in the same realm did tiktok get bought or not i i i, I saw articles that said oracle oracle won and, and, and purchased them and then i saw other articles that Said China said no, get bent. You're not buying TikTok. What happened there? Does anybody so, know?
2: I don't know the latest. I I did put this this topic on my Trello board, and I did see that they said no to Microsoft, but that Oracle was interested, and TikTok wanted to sell to Oracle because of because they're more of an international company than Microsoft, which I don't agree with. Really? <laughs> okay. They they. TikTok thought it would be more appetizing to the Chinese government if Oracle owned them. Which I I
3: don't understand what Oracle wants with TikTok. That's bizarre. Money, I assume. (laughs) But they're not in in an even remotely related industry. Well, how is Microsoft remotely in a related industry? Microsoft has the search engine. They have Bing. They have a bunch of social platforms for the Xbox stuff. Is, Is Bing still a thing? Bing is still a thing. Best way to search for porn, so I hear. <laughs> um, Today I learned. And and Microsoft has its hands in all sorts of user-produced content technology, whereas Oracle is like databases.
2: As far right? as we know, they, they may have tons of – I mean, they're a multinational company. So we know them as Oracle the Database, MySQL, I'm um, sure. But I'm sure they have other things that we just aren't aware of.
3: Well, from what I'm reading, Oracle and ByteDance, the owner of TikTok, have a current proposed deal. But they don't have anything solidly agreed on. And these kinds of corporate sales actually require approval from the U.S. government as well as the Chinese government. And But can we still... Can we,
2: I, I am so pissed right now at the U.S. and the U.S. government. Uh-huh. I I, um, I was one of those kids that... Had a flag up in my room. I would get up in the morning and say the Pledge of Allegiance in my room before school. I was like way into this. And now I'm like, fuck the pledge. I don't care about it. I'm so annoyed that the government is like trying to dictate that another company has to be bought by a US company. Otherwise, they're going to be banned. Well, oh, hopefully, they
3: kickback of it too. hopefully next time we have uh, the big government party in charge, they'll loosen the bizarrely... Small government regulations that are being imposed.
2: I just I'm so frustrated about it.
1: It's strange, but yeah.
3: But yeah, for now, TikTok's not going anywhere. They have a deadline for November twelfth. Um, so they're
1: not officially purchased by anybody right now,
3: right? And gotcha. Right, but they we're don't have not much time
2: left. But get get up up clear, we're not even clear.
3: We're not even clear on what banning TikTok would would mean because we're they in. Could f- they could f- probably
2: force Apple because Apple's such a closed ecosystem, but they yes. couldn't do it with Android.
3: Well, interestingly enough, they could force Apple to remove it from devices it's installed on already, which, oh, really? Well, would, which would really piss off Apple customers. But. They probably couldn't do that to Android. Well, in and either I think way, they, it would, they probably it would could. be. Inter-
1: it would be interesting. Interesting to see Apple's response. I mean, would they buckle to the U.S. government when they made such a big deal out of the fact that they weren't going to unlock an iPhone because they believed in their customers' you know uh, privacy? You know, will they buckle to the government on on this platform and just say, okay, uh, you know the government sauce. told us
2: you can't do this. You know there's all sorts of backroom deals. They're, they'll tell That's... them that if, if, if they buckle on this, if they do this, then they'll approve the next merger, the next big thing Apple wants to do. It's a, it's
3: all a freaking scam. There was a story this week about Apple unlocking an iPhone for the NSA that had previously been buried. They, they said, no, we don't unlock iPhones for the NSA. We'll never do it. Um, but it turns out that there actually was an instance where they did.
1: Yep. I don't know, man. I'm a Linux guy now. I don't care. Apple. They're the man. Apple <laughs> Microsoft. They're the man. Penguin power forever. <laughs> At least until something else crashes. We'll see what happens. See how long this lasts.
3: See how long everything everything burns to the ground eventually.
2: That's what I was saying in 2004, and then I made the switch.
3: Well, so the, Things happen. The, one of the big announcements this year was that Apple was moving away from Intel to ARM processors. Mm-hmm. Or back to ARM processors.
1: Well, their own processor, right? This is <clears throat> this is one they're manu- manufacturing. Well, it's
2: kind of what they did with the PowerPC, isn't it? Yes. Wasn't that theirs?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I be- well, the PowerPC, <clears throat> I believe, was their architecture. Then they went to they, they moved to Intel. But their, yeah, right. but
3: their architecture was still produced in factories owned by uh, Risk, I believe, at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and their newest architecture is supposedly the ARM architecture on their own custom chips. But yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. This that, is well, yeah. it, Nvidia just bought the ARM company, ARM Limited, for forty billion dollars.
1: How does any? the anything have forty billion dollars? I, I don't understand that.
3: Well, all your phones are ARM chips.
1: But forty billion dollars? Why would you buy anything for? If you have forty billion dollars, just live with forty billion (laughs) dollars. Like you you can run your company. It's not one guy. Forty billion dollars. No, I'm saying even 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 if you're an entity, even you know even if you're a company that has forty billion dollars, just keep that. (laughs) It's like really, it's, it's. I well, don't know, man. That is just so much money.
3: I, I read I a fiscal breakdown that. of this, and it's a stock trade. So it's very little in cash. And Arm, the, the current stockholders of Arm, are getting NVIDIA stocks, which are expected to jump up once the acquisition is completed and then level back out again. But NVIDIA is not actually paying 40000000000 billion. They're paying stock that they were already holding. So... It's a it's an interesting deal fiscally. If you want to look at strategery, you can read all about the the financial elements behind it. But uh, as far as technically, this is Nvidia's attempt to get into the AI development uh, business, as they want to start creating AI specific chips, and they believe that the next generation of computing is the AI age, and that's terrifying. Oh, I don't have the doom and gloom card up. <laughs> oh well, fun stuff. I thought I thought you guys would have more to say about that.
2: No, I, no, the I don't have anything about the the acquisition. I know know about that. The videos I've been watching lately are showing that while Apple was touting some forty percent boost in performance, when you listen to the wording of the, their keynote, it was it's more like really a twenty percent increase. Yeah, But still, it's they, still an increase, even, they had, even running old applications. Didn't they have a keynote this week? Yeah, it was mostly about the Apple Watch and some iPad stuff.
3: I'd, I heard that they were doing it, but I didn't hear that anything that had come out of it. Is it just completely not interesting?
2: Mostly not interesting. It's the, So the, the iWatch, or whatever they call it, the Apple Watch 6 is coming out, and it looks like it has some really cool features, to the point where I was looking at it, like, as an Android user could I use an Apple watch? Because the, the Google watch OS sucks. I mean, I've had three or four different watch OS watches and I haven't been happy with any of them. So I'm kind of hoping that, you know, in Google's next big release, maybe they have something, but I'm not holding my breath because it, it just hasn't been good. And I hear such great things about the Apple watch.
3: Yeah, I, I have the, a couple of friends who have the Apple Watch and they live by it. I mean, it's, it's, they're referencing it more than they're referencing their phone.
2: Right. But they, they also have an iPhone, I'm sure. That's, yes. it's like, and I, I have the Mac computer. I would, would like the Apple Watch. Do I make the switch to an iPhone? Although I hate the iPhone OS.
3: Yeah, me too.
2: So I don't know. Um, there was that and then, and then some new specs on some iPad stuff coming out. I,
3: I, well, I know iOS 14 it's, is out. It got released to all the major devices yesterday. So if you're if you're programming for Apple stuff, all that changed overnight.
1: That's interesting because I, I did get an update to my iPad, and I, I don't even know what what to look at, like what's new in it. But so uh, I, I got a question for you, John. Okay. Um, what about what is it about the smartwatch that attra- is attractive? to to you
2: about the apple one specifically do you mean
1: okay yeah the apple one yeah
2: so fitness plus looks like it's gonna be really cool as i mm-hmm. ch- oh, that's try right, to be more fit well, i keep forgetting not anymore, not anymore fucking covid uh fitness anyway. plus so fitness plus is a, a big deal uh a lot of the the things around it like the tracking of your walking and stuff People talk about closing their circles. You know, they're they're getting their steps in. They're getting this in. They're getting that in. It's got a lot of bells and whistles. Like the new one has an oxygen sensor. Not that I need that, but mm-hmm. they just seem to be doing more than what Google watch os is doing and my problem with with watch os is it's not consistent it's i had it working so well for what seemed like a long time and then all of a sudden my google pay wouldn't work and i'd have to uninstall Mm. i'd have to reset my watch back to factory defaults to make that work
3: well and this Uh, is a typical google thing though is to have a working product that everyone enjoys and then just sort of go yeah we're gonna try a different way now but
2: i wasn't enjoying it necessarily like that the the paying would work, but then that would stop. But then when I was tracking my runs, I'd go play ultimate and I'd like tracking how far I ran, how many calories I burned, all, uh, how how fast, how far, all those statistics. And then it just wouldn't work properly. Or I'd start getting in this error. It wouldn't connect with my Google Fit account. and it's, But you're a Google WatchOS thing, thing. And I don't know if that was because I was trying to use my Diego dev account or if like where was the disconnect? What was broken? So it's mm-hmm. like, do I just go to an ecosystem where everything just works together? Even if I hate the iPhone itself, things just seem to work. <laughs> it's frustrating.
3: It yeah. And i i have I have a watch that's not a uh, an Android related product, but it's still the way it communicates with my phone isn't very smooth.
2: I don't even care about it communicating with a phone. Good.
1: So, that's kind of where I was going to go. I asked that because I was I was a big uh, Android Wear user as well, and I still am. I still right here. I mean, I'm still always tr- have my watch charged. Um, and like you, John, I, I got I started using it pretty heavily. Where if I got an instant message, I wouldn't look at my phone. I'd look at my watch to see what it was. And, you know, half the time, I would respond from the watch. Um, the tr- the fit tracking was was nice. The heart monitor. And distance I walked was was nice. It, that's still nice. Um, but what I discovered is that, like the tracking and walk walking stuff, my Android phone does without the watch. So mm-hmm. I don't get my heart monitoring monitor, uh, monitored, but I get my distance. But like as, as I've gotten older, I've had to start wearing glasses, and I don't wear glasses all the time. And I f- I find that if I'm out and I'm not wearing glasses, I can't use my watch. And I've actually been considering just going back to a normal watch again and not even worrying about it. Um, but I felt like you as well. And I, I'm not faulting you for it at all because I'm like, well, I already have, I already have the Mac at the time. Now I'm a Linux guy. Did I mention that to you? <laughs> but I had the Mac. I had, I had come to the realization that the Android tablet was not on par with the Apple tablet, and I had invested in the Apple tablet, and I was getting okay with that. And I seriously considered a couple times of just saying, okay, just you know, do the full investment and get the whole family on, on plan because I know, like, you know, FaceTiming between the Mac and the iPhones are are super just seamless and integrated uh i thought i thought very seriously about doing that and i even mentioned it to you a couple times i'm like maybe we maybe we try that try an iphone for a while and we both agreed nah not really yeah but
2: well it's um, it's hard because i found out my my dad has an iphone uh, my stepmom has an iphone and we do facetime with them Via the tablet with the kids, so mm-hmm. that that is another perk.
1: Yeah, yeah I I understand I understand where you're coming from. I mean, yeah. now obviously I'm moving further away from it myself, but it's it's funny though because you're thinking about going to a more expensive phone with a with a le- with a more restrictive ecosystem of Apple, so you can spend more money and get the more expensive watches with the more, more restrictive <laughs> ecosystem of that. Yeah. So
3: yeah, and that's but, always been I mean, my issue, is that the prices are outrageous. The prices for the hard, hardware don't it's hard match to
1: argue up. The, it's hard to argue. You don't buy it for I, the hardware. I mean, you don't buy it for, for the value of the hardware. You I buy know. it for the integration it has.
3: And, and that's a and, point that I don't argue anymore since I've been hanging out with my friend who has everything Apple ecosystem. Because he'll, we'll be hanging out, and he'll decide he wants to chase down his dog and and play with it and his watch will pop up and say, Hey, are you okay? We noticed that you sudden, sudden activity. If you're going to have sudden activity, you should stretch first or like, <laughs> yeah. And like he, he's, he's like, stubbed it's his time for, it's time for you to poop before you do this. <laughs> no, he's, he's stubbed his toe and, fell on his butt once and his watch said are you okay tap here to call 911 oh, and it's a like
2: weird. that's the well, kind you got of the stuff accelerator the the accelerometer on the watch suddenly falling
3: there was the story about the update to the apple watch 2 where they added the EKG style functionality, mm-hmm. and hundreds of people suddenly got warnings that their heart rate was irregular and that they needed to go to the hospital. And several people claimed that it saved their lives. And, like, that's the kind of software advancements that, that Apple is making, along with the, the fluidity of the ecosystem that I just sort of envily look at and go, ah, you know, but it's not open platform. So, screw that. <laughs>
1: i'm on i'm on open open platform hardware now thomas even my hardware is open
3: i know that and i i'm open i i i do
1: not wear pants anymore i'm completely completely open
3: well that's been a while now all
2: right this took a weird turn (laughs) i'm john i thought we were ending
3: well i have i have one more if we're gonna get close to the end here i have one more fantastical story that i just can't let slide
2: Okay, uh, what
3: is it? Oh my God, tell me I didn't just lose it in all of my tabs. All
2: right, well, (laughs) while you're looking for that, I have a serious question for you guys. Was it a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater? Was it a purple monster-eating people? Or was it a monster that only ate purple people? And is that why there are no purple people anymore? It Ah. was
3: a flying purple people eater. It it was purple and it ate people.
2: But where was the comma in the, the... sentence. That there was, was no comment. Confused.
3: Well, it was a song, and
1: I, um, I mean, as I, far as you know, it was eating the purple people, and it saved our lives. The right. purple people were were destroying the planet.
2: Exactly. I'm. That's I, the kids have been listening to it lately, and I've been trying to explain the, the song to them so that they don't like get hurt by this thing. But I can't tell them what kind of monster it was. <laughs> like you're not purple. Don't worry about it. Or. <laughs> they eat people, you better run if you see a purple monster. I
3: mean, I'd go with, with both. one horn and one eye. Yeah. All right, did you find your story? I did find my Thank story. You. Thank you. Uh a company S- named Nikola. A company named Nikola was trying to obviously compete with Tesla and their electric really? and their electric trucks the released a brain
1: of Tesla. Yeah.
3: Released a, a video in 2019 showing this uh truck uh swiftly rolling down the highway making no noise and they were forced to admit this week that they had, in fact, just rolled it down a hill.
1: <laughs> I mean, technically, it's correct. It was moving. It wasn't making a sound. wasn't using gas.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... I guess I guess it was even more a little more elaborate than that. They had actually gotten it up to speed by pulling it with other vehicles and then driven the ve- other vehicles out of the camera's view very quickly. But uh
1: ah, whatever, I don't. I mean, is this supposed to be surprising? Or I mean, do they do they get shouldn't like, it investors be investors this way? Yes, I don't. You know what companies do to try to make their product look good i i don't even care about it anymore i mean when they when they take advantage of people by taking their money for that product that's an issue that's why i'm saying do they get investors based on this or was this the, just them saying conceptually this is what a electric truck would would look like or sound like or whatever oh no they
3: absolutely got investors off of this uh uh Nicola is associated with GM and it uh, looks like the... Well, the
1: GM just partnered with, with them. And now that you bring it up, I remember hearing this on the news. They actually... So GM is, is going to supply them their battery technology. Yeah, and hydrogen fuel cells. To, yeah, they're going to engineer the, the automobiles in some major partnership. Yeah, I, I remember
2: is hearing a two, that. It's $2 billion deal.
3: Yeah, so that might not be happening anymore. And, uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, GM stocks took a hit from this one. And mm. uh, apparently Nikola is planning on suing the company that revealed that this was entirely a scam. Suing so what? For telling the truth? I <laughs> uh, That's the thing you can do now, actually. <laughs> I, I know it doesn't make sense, but... Mm. Uh, on that same
2: page that you just shared, I keep seeing this this uh story pop up about paypal have you seen that and the tardigrade
3: oh yes the paypal tardigrade issue yeah so
2: you can't sell they're trying to sell a christmas ornament of a tardigrade
3: so archie mcphee be- is the company and that's they're known for bizarre stuff yeah but tardigrades are awesome tardigrades are totally one. awesome i want one of these now i
1: mean, what is a tardigrade? I don't know it's what it is. It's a water. It's a water bear.
3: <clears throat> it's the, it's considered the most extreme creature in on Earth. It can live inside volcanoes and inside ice and in outer space. And it is adorable looking, and very you very wa- very small.
2: Y- you need to watch the cat in the hat. Knows a lot about that.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't say you need to, but you, you should. There is, a, there is oh, an looks, excellent it looks episode. It
1: like the bug, bug in Ant-Man. That's the bug from Ant-Man, right? That's what that is. And well, Ant-Man. Oh, when, yeah, no. They went to the...
3: That is a tardigrade, yes. In Ant-Man, yeah, when right? he goes to the quantum realm, he sees a tardigrade.
1: Just say that. I would understand that. It's the worm from Ant-Man.
3: Well, I, I, ja. believe, I believe the first episode of the remake of Cosmos uh, got into tardigrades quite a bit as well. Um, but yeah, PayPal, uh, if there's... A tardigrade in the description or title or anything about the product paypal will reject the payment
1: why what's the reasoning
2: it's part of their automated checker or something where it's basically like a block list it's for some reason it gets blocked <laughs> so, but they can't manually remove it or make it okay to to sell that
3: yeah it is a it is a <laughs> it is considered a uh, permanent no-no word and
1: so I assume, like, Nazi paraphernalia is up there with that as well?
3: Uh, no. Probably not. <laughs> no, not, not at all. That's, that's good a to go.
1: Throw on that worm and start selling it. Yep.
3: Um, so, PayPal won't officially comment on why it's in their blacklist, uh, but some... Intrepid researchers have found that the government banned doing business with Tardigrade Manufacturing, an international weapons dealer.
2: Hmm. Interesting. I did not read that.
3: So PayPal is probably not the only platform that has banned this word in line item receipts and things like that. It just happened that Archie McPhee was the first one that ran into it and actually said hey what's the deal so <laughs> they renamed the product to water bear ornament and it's perfectly fine now but uh yeah tardigrade manufacturing ruining all the fun for people who love cute little microscopic organisms
1: <laughs> it's like this, this, the the stark industry they're doing all the, the big bad guns and stuff all right is that it are we done did we talk any development i don't think we talked to any development i i rambled I, I, about my linux system
2: yeah see i had lots of development talk to get to, but we'll save it for next week. <laughs> we, But we should Jesus, say Happy totally Constitution did. Day to all the Americans out there. Happy Absolutely, Constitution Happy Constitution Day. Day. I know,
3: I celebrated. I'm sure everybody else did too. I've got my flag behind me. I'm not wearing pants. See? That's, that's, we a, freedom that's yeah, a freedom that's guaranteed, kind of, depending on your location.
1: You, you said you get your flag behind you, but the people listening to all the podcasts, they didn't get anything about that. No, news. I've no
3: my, my no step on snack flag. <laughs> Which I had to explain to my to my mother today.
1: All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how how long this uh, this system seventy uh, six Linux experiment lasts. It's uh, it's it's getting there. I I you stepped out when I was talking about some of my challenges with PHP Storm, John. But I definitely don't have everything dialed in yet. But it's getting closer and and getting easier. It's understanding that. Not, Everything's done the Apple way again and how you have to do things differently. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Different is not bad, but it can be annoying. It can definitely be annoying. That and I can tell the- you right now, some of the key combinations were not made for this kinesis keyboard. There's a lot of control alt keys pressing and then the kinesis, I'll hold it up to the to the uh, to the camera for people watching. And the kinesis, these are the control alt keys. So they're like completely they're not even they're not even by each other. Now, the, now again, this kinesis is in the Apple configuration, and I I don't remember what that all entailed, and I'm not quite ready to switch it back to a Windows configuration. So I don't know if that changes anything for me. But yeah, yeah, some of these key combinations are are, are it's like learning some extreme yoga or something. I don't know. It, it's uh it's been fun, but I'm sticking with it, man. Sticking with it right now
3: today. We'll get an up. We'll get another update on that, and uh, I'll be uh, I'll be back at work next week, so I'll have actual PHP stories to tell again. Yeah,
1: I gotta I gotta get some coding done myself, so maybe I'll get some stories out there. I did release. Oh, see, we didn't even talk about it. I, I did. I did release a new company blog for us, uh, blog.diegodev.com, If anybody's interested, not a whole lot there. I posted a, a quick article on Lazy Git, which we talked about last week. Maybe I'll post another article about uh, about something. i like to do an article a month at least, but I realize I'm quickly over-committing to things. I was talking to John about that. I'm really over-committing my time, so I don't know if I'm ready to commit to that yet. But yeah, so I did do a little coding, but not as much Some, as I have doing.
2: Sometime in 2021, you should show me how to uh, maybe log into this thing or post to it or something.
1: That's the sweet thing about it. It's all in Git. It's all Markdown. There is no login, man. It's all stacked. These are statically generated pages, dude. This is what this is the awesomeness that is the, the Jigsaw. Jigsaw framework, which is based on what which uses a lot of the Laravel Blade syntax and things like that. But you write this up in in Markdown. You you can go to the repo. It's all in the repo. You, you see it. it. You write it up in Markdown, and you do a build, and it spits out HTML, and you publish. But if, I,
2: if I write it up or write it down in Markup, it won't work, right? Now I'm confused. Correct,
1: yeah. i got to learn There's, something that, that'll, new. That, Man. That'll break the uh, that'll break the internet all, all around. Have... What is it? Is it Markdown or Markup? It's Markdown. It's Markdown. No problem at all. Barely an inconvenience. Love that guy. Did you get that link, Thomas? No. I sent you a link earlier in the week. I said... If you and I were ever to review movies, this is exactly how we talk
3: about them. I was supposed to supposed to
2: watch that. He wasn't getting paid for it. He wasn't getting paid for it, so he didn't watch it.
1: Oh that that was the other thing that freaked me out. We've been using Mac so long, I forgot that the scroll on the mouse is backwards. You can change that. (laughs) They they have it they have a yeah, so on a Mac, when you scroll down, uh, when you scroll up, oh, because the page it's touch-oriented. It's it's called natural motion. So there, right, there's because it's a like you're it's sy-
3: like you're touching a page.
1: Yeah. yeah. So there's a setting there's a setting in System 76. I don't know if this is across all Linux platforms, but it says uh, use natural motion or something like that for your mouse, and I. I flipped that on, but it that was that. that was one of those um, jarring moments.
2: I had to do that on my kid's Chromebook.
1: <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what? Why can't I scroll? What the hell? It's backwards. All the scrolling is It's upside down. <laughs> so things like that, little things like that, are fun to find.
3: Where they're just different. Right, that's just it. To be annoying.
1: We want to. We, no, it's it's better for you, man. Like them. This is the other thing. I don't I don't touch my mouse enough to to, to realize I'm going backwards. Okay, we need to wrap this up. We're done we're just we're just rambling at this point <laughs> that's it john agrees episode 206 is I'm not saying in the anything cuz i don't
3: want to stop it we're moving forward i'm eric i'm john i'm tom keep, keep it up, ugly
0: thanks for listening to the php ugly podcast if you would like to support PHP Ugly, check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com/phpugly. You can also follow PHP Ugly on Twitter at @phpugly or join us in the PHP Ugly Discord channel. Show notes and RSS feed can be found at phpugly.com. To catch the live stream, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com phpugly. You can also subscribe to the edited podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast catcher of choice. A reading of five stars is always appreciated. And finally, thanks to our sponsor, the Diego Dev Group. If you are looking for developers who care about the code they create, the communities they build, and the solutions they implement, then reach out to the Diego Dev Group at diegodev.com. Until next week, keep it ugly.